0: Welcome back to the Well if DIY Short Form Sacramento Kings podcast. We're back, episode one thirty three from Ridgewood, Queens. I'm your producer, Mike Carterelli, and from Oakland, California, it's your host, Talent Evaluator Dave Nishats. What's up, Dave?
1: What's up, JDB Nation?
0: It's a beautiful, sunny day in Oakland, California. Been a while. Yeah, it yeah. It's been like six weeks, I think. This might be the longest gap we've ever had. It's not. The podcast is not over. We're just taking a little August European style long holiday, you know. Yeah, I I was in New York for five weeks. We hung out a lot in person. It's like a podcast. It's like it's like a live podcast with no no guests, no audience. Yeah. Big team building. Yeah, I think the other highlight, at least when you were here, we we went to the Ridgewood Queens event of the year, the live John Wilson screening TVI. Oh yeah. Uh, Episode two. We saw that. He uh, um,
1: Yeah, it's taller than you think. You
0: Uh other Sacramento
1: news, uh Greta Gerwig, she's doing well. Sacramento yeah. zone. You know, co-wrote and directed the first blockbuster comedy in forever. Yeah, Barbie uh I think made a billion dollars. Yeah, it was
0: wild. Putting it on the app. Anything else from New York? I, I'm trying to think what else happened. Um wait i think all the listeners are on the edge of their seats wanting to know if the cat survived your cat sitting your five weeks of cat
1: sitting yeah good uh, news put the cat on new meds during my stay and his blood pressure dropped like 70 points wow no so, yeah got me and the the vet rejoiced together it was i was so relieved and uh, that that's like a new rush just don't want anything on your watch you know yeah anything bad did did my job executed uh without executing the cat and yeah yeah it was great you know um hit up pretty much ate almost all the food i wanted to eat drank at pretty much everywhere i wanted to drink which is why i'm taking taking september off okay good
0: that reason Refresh. We're, so yeah, you're back in NorCal. I know people have been waiting for NorCal
1: update. It's been a while. Any, anything lately? Um, Pacific Northwest stuff. Like went camping in wash on the Washington Oregon coast. Then went to Portland for a couple days to hang out with JDB listener Rylan, who also bought the cat NFT. Oh, nice! I did. I found out that you can
0: buy the NFTs with a credit card. You don't even need Tezos anymore. Oh, uh, on the
1: site. So. That's great, yeah. And then, um, you know, I spent some time with my mom, So my girlfriend and friends. I was in Chicago for a few days, but now I've just been just been working, working like a like a dog, back back in it, bartending.
0: Okay, well, it's been a you know restful August. I think things are going to start ramping up here. There is some basketball happening. Let's let's go to a segment. <laughs> the FIBA World Cup. It's being held jointly in. The Philippines, Japan, and Indonesia. So the time zones have been pretty rough. Um I've not seen you know, anything live. Yeah, even it is on ESPN Plus, but I've just seen some highlights. Uh it ends next Sunday, so we're getting
1: to the quarterfinals here. Do you see any highlights or anything? Yeah, I watched uh Wenyan Gabriel just dominate Angola. He's he's put up a few double doubles and he disappeared against Serbia and other teams. I mean, South Sudan's one of the stories of the tournament, I guess. Like, all
0: Dang has been financing them. I mean, it's like a team of refugees, obviously, South Sudan, and uh, quite an underdog story. So they qualified for the Olympics as the top finisher from Africa uh, in this tournament. So that's good for weigh-in. Uh, happy
1: for those guys. Yeah, me too. They also have the reigning um, G League MVP. He, he's, uh, his parents are from South Sudan. He was born. I think he was born in Ohio or something. But... Um, yeah, Bruno Caboclo he's been huge for Brazil Brazil got that big win over Canada I guess when he was four years away from four years away this was it right yeah. this tournament. Yeah, Priscilla, I think the quote was two two years from two years, two years. Okay, okay this point we're talking it's four it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um he's he's just working the pick and roll just finishing and you know getting blocks here and there but yeah King's Legend Georgios Papianos for Greece. Uh, seventeen points against the U.S. That that was wow. the the uh, the announcer called him Big Papa multiple times, which was cringe. Yeah, Bogey's been killing it in, uh, with Serbia. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. locked wet as hell. Only one American uh former king,
0: Hal Burton, of course. And yeah, and he's been coming off the bench. Maybe should be
1: starting, but uh, wow. like no one. and then many minutes for the US, though. So everyone's playing like 28, 20 minutes, except for Walker Kessler, who's at the end of the bench.
0: Former king Luka Doncic playing for Slovenia. All I'll just right. put him on yeah. here because it feels it's a pre draft gay, but um, so had to mention was lore. Sorry, there's like si- I don't know if you can hear the sirens, but, but the sirens for you mentioning Luka. <laughs> yeah, I was just to take a hearing about Luca, so they sent the cops. Um, so, the news today, we're recording on Sunday, September 3rd. US lost to Lithuania today. It's kind of big news. And this is Lithuania without bonus. Uh, they beat the US 110, 104. First time US has lost in the group stations 2002. They 2002. US will still advance to the quarterfinals. They play Italy on Tuesday morning. I guess my question are you worried? at this point or do you think the US is still going to win this thing I mean it seems like a blip I think, I think USA still should should still be the favorite might be how the matchups fall it seems like Lithuania is a bad matchup with all their size the US only has Jalen Jackson and I guess Kessler but they're not even playing him but uh yeah no real true true fives I think Canada is going to win one of these tournaments if not this one soon they just got a lot of talent yeah coached by Jordy Fernandez I know Kings coach actually he's the only king involved over there yeah the only current king I'll be rooting uh I'll be written for Canada a little bit uh as my backup team here all right let's let's keep it moving <laughs> Kings did make some moves after last time we recorded Keta. we were unsure if they were bringing him back They signed him to a standard NBA contract, but not a two-way. They did sign JaVale McGee after the Mavs, like, stretched and waved him. I guess he was really bad for them last year after signing a pretty big deal. I didn't know that his mom played for the Monarchs. He was the number two overall pick in 1997, Pam McGee.
1: Oh, nice. I didn't know. I didn't know. I knew he was the daughter of a W or the son of a WBA player. I just didn't know. The Monarchs come up a good amount. Bring him back. Bring, Bring back. him back. Uh, and then I didn't see this
0: coming, but Scalabeciere is back. Uh, one year, partially guaranteed deal. I guess he's expected to go to Stockton. He's been bouncing around the G League uh, since he left the Kings the first time. Um He's, I hope he does well, but I
1: don't, I, he's getting up there now. He's like 27. But what's yeah. crazy is that he's only 27, though. I think we drafted him when he was 19 still. Yeah. Something like that. That was former uh, number one high school player in the nation. Yes. Was a fire doing fire. a lot of like soul searching. I think he was playing in Puerto Mexico, Mexico City. Hats That's off to him. Um, it's a nice story, I guess. He's getting paid probably better than he would have been. But like, go to China. Um, all right, here's my question. Kings now
0: have Alex, Len, Nerva's Noel, Keita, and JaVale McGee all vying for this, I guess, two backup center spots. Who do you expect to make the final roster?
1: I mean, Len, for sure. I I mean, Len, Len and Noel seem like the obvious ones, but maybe if Keita shows something, this, this McGee thing is, like, weird. Got the it's Mike a- Brown connection. Yeah, he'll. I mean, he'll be in street clothes, mostly. I bet if he makes it, I and mean, it'd just be like a locker room guy, a guy who's you know rings. Yeah, a ring. I think he's got two from the Warriors.
0: Oh right, yeah, great. And then uh, was he on? He's on the Lakers team. Have another one. Yeah, I met at three. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I I think it'll be. I, I'm thinking Len or, I think Len, and then Noel or McGee. I think eye goes back to. Stockton. It, it, I think Len is different enough
1: from the other two that he's like useful matchup wise. But yeah, I mean, he shows flashes and like if he sets a screen without fully extending, you know, his arms. It's a, that is a tough skill to learn, but if he does that, he'll be a huge asset to us. I think no matter what happens, if it's Noel or McGee,
0: both guys have major hoop grids potential. Hoop grids and uh, Immaculate Grid have. Swept the nation amongst sports fans. I like hoop grids more because you you don't you're not stuck with nine guesses. I want to I want unlimited guesses. So
1: yeah. I like hoop grids. I'm like, I'm screwing around. I'm finding out things from hoop grids. I'm just I'm just throwing names out there and I'm like, oh, yeah. all right. Oh wow. I got
0: it. Yeah, I got that with Nate, Avery Johnson played for the Warriors, apparently. I, I'm worth a guess. Who, who are your most useful guys? I mean Jim J- is, Air- oh, I- is my guy from the like all team. the time. um, I, you know who else is actually pretty good too?
1: Justin Jackson. Well, well, he's, been he's been on the back of the bench for a lot of teams already. Yep. Jim Jackson played for a ton. Owen mm-hmm. Williams, King's Legend, played for more teams than you think. Uh Cliff Robinson played for like eight teams. He made the I think he made the playoffs with like Six different teams over, like, a 10-year period. Uh-huh. Cliff Robinson. The hoop grids is for, you know, the older heads. It's like... Yeah. I use a lot of Sonics instead of Thunder. Yeah. You McMillans and Shrimps. there's Hopkins.
0: They all count. I'm just glad that all these kings, like, role players, have paid off in some way, knowing about them, you know? I feel like you're putting up some good numbers. Yeah, Temple Tolliver, you know... know. Check out um, our Instagram. Dave's been posting his hoop grids, his uh, completed hoops grids, and some very low
1: rarity scores. Sorry. Yes. I'm, I'm doing pretty good on it. It's fun. It's been a savior during these, like, you know, the off-season. Yeah, quiet off-season. Um, all right, let's go to final thoughts. <laughs> Let
0: me go first. We have a brand management crisis. I think some people are seeing the jawada vivek sticker and thinking it's because we're pro vivek ramaswamy republican i guess a white presidential candidate uh presidential candidate so uh that is obviously not uh what message we're trying to get across with those stickers uh but you know every crisis is an opportunity so there's a tech bro billionaire ramaswamy supporter out there who wants to buy the name Jawad Vivek from us to use as his official campaign slogan. We are open for business, so we can transition to just Jdv, just like how Kentucky Fried Chicken became KFC. And I think I, we're willing you, to do that. You yeah. know, Our film Channel became IFC. Yeah, let's make a deal. You can you can uh, have Jawad Vivek stickers all over the place. You know, the new stickers they say Jdv on them, so you won't even be. Uh, at risk of any confusion. Of course, JDV is a DIY project. If you want the new stickers that don't save Vivek the on them, rate or review the pod, and I'll send you one.
1: Oh, always willing to negotiate, you know? I love deals. I've been working on uh, I've been practicing my handshakes, so... Yeah. <laughs> there there was, like, a moment during the summer where I was like, Vivek is trending? Like, <laughs> no. no. Oh, no. It's a loser. Got it. Ah, uh, this is not good for the brand. Um also, like, dude, Republicans do not like you, dude. Like, you just, you're not going to get it. No one wants to have a beer with you. You're not going to be president. Someone I would want to have a beer with when I'm done with my sober September is Iman Shumpert. What the he, scores. Yeah, he just got a perfect score on Dancing with the Stars. Did a Iman I'm Shumpert of, you know, the Kings and the Scores fame. Yeah. He had this probably the weirdest dance. I've I haven't checked in Dancing in the Stars uh, since I, before I got a diploma from Chico High, but it was a very weird, cool dance. It was based on like the movie Us, Jordan Peele's. Oh, oh okay, okay. That's song. Yeah, it was cool, weird, creepy, and like. It kind of opened it up because, like, the score—the score was like lurid and it was—it was sick. You know, I, I was impressed, and it made me think that, like, if this podcast gets big enough, I would love to go on Dancing with the Stars. I can rip some choreo easy, and you know, I'd be doing it to eight-bit remix Lithuanian free jazz. <laughs>